Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Black Belt Beauty Radio. In today's solo episode, I'm going to give it my best effort to get you to stop chasing more time in your day-to-day life and instead to start chasing more energy. I mean, it's such a common thing. Everyone has said it. We all hear it. Oh, I wish there was more time. I need more time. There's not enough time in the day. And that, yeah, we can all feel that way at times that there's just not enough time. But what I'm going to point out is actually, it's not so much about time as much as it's about your energy. And I think the first place to start is by saying that there's nothing wrong with chasing more time, you know, with, with being on this mission to essentially, you know, cut out distractions. I mean, that's one thing you're going to do when you're chasing more time, you're going to be more disciplined with, you know, the things that you're focusing on, where you're driving your attention, you're going to be more disciplined about, you know, uh, not allowing yourself to be distracted. And that could show up in so many different ways, airplane mode on your phone. It could be, you know, waking up earlier when you're not going to be, um, you know, inundated with emails and work and whatever else it could be, you know, putting yourself working in a certain physical space that doesn't allow for interruptions. I mean, the list goes on and on all of that is beneficial. And I think actually is very effective. I know it to be true in my own life. Uh, another way could be, you know, automating certain things in your personal life, your business life that could show up in your personal life, like food prepping. It could show up as, you know, setting out your clothes for training for the next day or for work in your business. It's automating emails. It's automating your social media posts. It's, you know, it's a lot of things uh, like that, but what's really important to focus on here is that if you're focusing on energy instead of time, you're going to get all of those benefits that you get from chasing time and a hundred times more your whole lifestyle changes, which is what I'm going to dive into and explain in this episode. So first place to start. So I want to share with you guys, for those who aren't familiar with it yet, my trifecta of power. So what does this mean? It's a, it's a phrase that I've coined that encompasses what I believe are the three most valuable tools, finite aspects of our human lives that we have. So that's um, attention, it's time, and it's energy. So I'm going to say it again. Our trifecta of power is comprised of attention, time, and energy. And when you think about that triangle, out of all three of those, what, which one is dictating how the other ones are being experienced in life? Let me point out this example. So imagine, because we've all at some point, many points at this stage of life, I'm sure have had a cold in our life. And when you have a cold, you run down, you know, you don't, you don't have much energy to do things. You could wake up at four in the morning and have all the time in the day, right? But you don't have the energy to do things. So even if you are performing, because maybe you have to, you know, in, in various ways throughout your day, you're just not able to put out as much. Rightfully so. You're under attack. Your body's depleted. You don't have the energy. 
driving home the point here that it doesn't matter how much time you had in the day if you don't have the energy. Conversely, we've all, I'm sure, especially my audience has, you know, we've had days, probably several where you feel like you just have more time in the day. You just got so much shit done. Right. And it's not necessarily that you had more time. I mean, maybe in some ways your schedule was more clear, but imagine those days where you're actually pretty, you know, full on and you're powering through one thing to the next. And you're at the end of the day, you're like, I got so much done and so many, you know, things that matter. You had more energy in the day. You might not consciously be thinking of it or be aware of it, but pointing out the difference, the contrast there of on the days where you don't have much energy. Another example would be you didn't sleep great, you know, and you immediately feel that and you're moving into your day with that energy of, you know, a lack of sleep. Your brain's not functioning. It's not firing as much. Your body certainly isn't. Everything is just not as optimal because you have not restored your self, your energy. I'm excited to dive into more areas and I'm going to share some aspects of my own personal life, um, not to paint this picture of the, you know, my life being the ideal. You have your life. Everyone has a different life. Everyone certainly has a different schedule. I just, number one, I get asked these questions a lot, you know, morning ritual, evening ritual, like just, you know, kind of how I move through my day because energy is something that I'm constantly always being, you know, people come to me and say, I want more energy. You have so much energy. I'm in my forties, you know, which is still very young, but a lot of people interpret, you know, these decades as like, you get more tired. And I say, no way I have so much energy, you know? So it's important to point out when I'm sharing this stuff with you again, it's not to say that my way is the best way or it's the only way, but it's essentially to just give you some ideas and to give you more connection with me, but essentially to give you ideas that might really inspire you and, and in a way where you're like, Oh, I can incorporate more of that or, Oh, I never thought of that. Right. So it's just to really, again, draw more of a connection together and to give you more ideas that maybe you're not thinking about. Okay. So I touched on sleep a little bit, but I need to dive into this a little bit more just because sleep is the ultimate restorative, you know, action that we, we take in our lives. Right. We know that, you know, the days that we wake up and we got great sleep, seven, eight hours, nine hours. If you're a geek like me, you were an aura ring or some kind of tracker and you actually can see how much deep sleep you got, how much REM sleep you got. And when you get, you know, great amounts of, of these, uh, you know, types of these, these cycles of your sleep, you just wake up and you feel on fire. You feel better, right? Versus the days where you wake up and like I touched on where you don't, where you didn't get enough sleep. I mean, I know in my own life when I don't get enough sleep, especially when I don't get enough REM, oh man, I feel like somebody's sitting on my head. Like I feel it also because I'm such a physical woman as an athlete, you know, if my body didn't get that recovery, I really feel it because I push so much, you know? And so sleep is truly the greatest lever on, you know, how we're going to feel energetically immediately upon waking. So it's something that in my own life, I take very seriously. And at this stage of my life, you know, my circadian rhythm, for those of you who don't know, I feel like all my audience does know, but there's going to be certain things that I'm going to point out here. And I think the easiest way to get deeper dives into certain kind of 
biology pieces here that I'm going to throw out neuroscience is to go to the show notes. If you don't know Andrew Huberman by now, which I doubt that's the case to my viewers here. Um, he's my favorite neuroscientist and he will be able to drop you in so much deeper into some of the things that I'm going to talk about here. And so I highly recommend, you know, subscribing to his channel and just getting dialed into him because I'm going to move through these things a little faster and not make it a full biology class, but just to give you pieces and elements that are important to really drive home the message here in this episode. So, you know, my circadian rhythm is really, really dialed in number one to the, the, the natural world. Like I wake up before the sun rises and I start to wind down as the sun is going down And these, you know, in this type of, uh, in this season of year, it's actually even before, cause the sun goes down later, but you know, I really am in harmony with the, the, the light cycle that goes on, you know, outside and it feels really good. So what does that look like in a schedule? I'm going to bed you guys between sometimes in the winter, eight o'clock, uh, but usually it's between eight 30 and nine o'clock, which can sound really early to most people, but here's the deal. I'm tired at that point, legitimately tired. And I'm going to talk about, there's different kinds of tired. I'm going to dive into that after, but I'm tired. I want to go to bed. There's nothing more interesting for me to do. And especially because I wake up naturally without a clock so early in the morning, between four and five 30. If I slept in, it's closer to six. Um, I love, 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 love waking up early during those hours before the sun comes up before life, you know, where I live is really awake because energetically there is a tranquility that is, you know, in this space, in these hours. And that is really beautiful for me, especially as I'm, you know, I move into my morning ritual. I'll tap into that a little bit here and really just, it allows me this very peaceful way to kind of move into my day. And what I also love is that when I wake up at these, you know, hours, I'm not tired. You know, I'm not, unless I went to bed late on a fight night, you guys, UFC fight nights, I'm surely going to bed later, but that's fine. And obviously life does happen. And, you know, there can be days that go past, you know, nine o'clock, but on the norm, it's not that it's, you know, between eight 30 and nine. So so I love, I love the fact that when I wake up in the morning, I'm not tired. I'm not sitting there like, Ugh, I don't want to get out of bed, which also doesn't mean I'm doing cartwheels out of bed. You know, I take some time to appreciate my alpha brain waves and kind of just think about what I'm thinking about, perhaps also my dreams. And I start to already get into this mode of intention of how I want to feel in the day. I start scripting in my mind, how I want to feel. And, you know, this is really, you know, some people may not value waking up and feeling like eager to get up and live, but I really do. In fact, it's one of the elements for me that tells me I'm living very successfully. Like that's success. That's wealth to me to get up and to be eager to live. And what's driving that is this energy that I feel I'm inspired. I feel restored. I feel like I want to get in it. You know, I want to, I want to feel my body. I want to move. I want to sweat. I want to create, I want to share. I want to connect. This is all energy. So it's a really, you know, it's so much deeper than just having, you know, 
neurons that are firing all throughout the day. It's a spiritual experience too. And that's really, really important to point out you guys, because you know, why, when we think about like doing, you know, mindfulness activities, meditation, breath work, that's certainly a part of my morning ritual. Um, you know, anything that's going to evoke more of this interconnection with self, um, you know, depending on what your beliefs are, it could be also with the universe, with God, with, you know, spirit, whatever it is, all of that is really giving you more energy. Because if you think about when you don't have connection with body, with self in this deeper sense, it, you know, you, you feel more depleted. You feel it's definitely one aspect of what is going to make you feel more tired, more depleted, maybe even more empty inside, which is also depleting. Right. So moving on from sleep, you know, in my, in my own um, day-to-day life, you know, I don't get up and do coffee right away. Personally, this is again, go to Andrew Huberman. He explains why this is actually really important to wait at least an hour. So certain aspects of your, your biology, um, you know, can, can, can take place to really, you know, support your energy levels throughout the day. Uh, you know, I always start with glutamine, with glycine, with, um, you know, these are amino acids. Uh, I start with lime and salt water and, you know, there's various reasons. Again, I I'm going to breeze through this a bit, but you know, the whole point of why I'm sharing this is that I don't go straight into coffee when I go coffee, which is after that, um, you know, it's bulletproof, mold-free, toxin-free coffee with organic coconut cream or milk and, um, and some cinnamon. And I French press, I love my French press and, you know, that makes about two cups and that's it. And I'm good, you know, and I metabolize, uh, you know, caffeine very healthy. And so, you know, I don't get jittery or anything like that, but it's just, it's more of this yummy, um, experience that I love to give myself in the morning. And I drink my coffee while I'm journaling. Um, I meditate, I do breath work, I read and, you know, really just take time in this morning ritual. I don't like the word routine in this regard. Um, just ultimately to spend this time with myself, to dive deeper into my own energy, my own self, to, you know, um, get very intentional about, you know, how I want to move through my day, what my to feel list is. It's not just about to do, right. It's to feel. And so this is very, this whole activity, this whole, uh, ritual that I'm, I'm moving myself through is very energizing it's calm, it's quiet, it's yin energy, but this yin energy is internally stoking my flame such to that, like when it's, when I'm done, I mean, I'm literally like, I'm jumping off my chair. Like I'm ready to go, you know? And what happens next, again, the sun is maybe just coming up at this point or just came up. I get outside and I get in sunlight. Andrew Huberman, again, I'm going to keep pointing to him. He, he elaborates in many episodes why this is so important. Go back to the circadian rhythm piece. This is very important. It's going to, I'll just give you a few aspects of this. I mean, number one, you know, you really, it helps to regulate your hormones. It really helps to regulate specifically like your cortisol, uh, cortisol levels, even your melatonin. Um, it's going to help, you know, upregulate more dopamine, more serotonin, these neurotransmitters that are very, or neuromodulators that are very, very important in, you know, dictating how you're going to move through your day and how you're going to specifically feel. Here's the thing I want you to think about. 
when you hear perform, I want you to hear feel at the same time, because how you feel is going to dictate how you're showing up and you're performing and how you feel a lot of what's happening there is coming from your energetic state in the variety in, in, in a variety of ways, you know, so, you know, your energy, um, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, it's all dictating how you feel. And that is directly influencing how you are showing up and performing every day. This is why, again, it's so, it's so much more beneficial. It's you get so much more out of doing the things that will give you more energy in your day in a healthy way again, uh, versus just chasing more time. So, you know, after I get that sunlight in and a lot of times, you know, that's me on a walk. It's also great. Cause I'm, you know, I love steps. Um, I love that calm kind of, you know, just not intense movement, uh, as I'm getting this light, then I go into breakfast and I'm not going to prescribe a diet, but I am going to say that universally, it's pretty unarguable at this point that a higher protein diet is going to set you up in such a better way energetically, just your overall feeling versus, you know, carb loading, being very carb heavy at the top of the day, because that will likely it's also depending on the kind of carbs that you're, you know, eating, um, will send you into, you know, a, a big high and then a bigger crash. And, and we don't want that, right. That's that like, Oh, it's one o'clock and I'm falling asleep. And now I need more coffee or give me a Red Bull or a monster drink. And, I just, that is a cycle that just doesn't feel good and really doesn't lead to anywhere uh, great. Personally, that's my belief on it. So, you know, I go into nourishing breakfasts that are very protein centric and this just gets me firing. It makes me feel good. And honestly, because my diet is so, you know, protein centric and I'll put some have, um, healthy fats in there. And I definitely like some carbs, but a more, you know, it's more like berries in the morning. Whereas like in the evening, it's more of a, like a sweet potato, um, which is helpful to get into good night's sleep. I'll talk about that in a second, but, um, you know, the point is, is that I'm setting myself up energetically through my nutrition in a way that's going to sustain my energy levels, uh, you know, in a more optimal way. Right. So I'm not going to be on this roller coaster of, of sugar, essentially, you know, and my insulin's just spiked and then all of a sudden it's taking me down and crashing me. No, I'll go, you know, easily four hours and I'm full. I'm, I don't need to eat. And what is that also doing? Not only is it great to my system because my sugar levels are balanced, um, you know, everything else, there's so many processes that are really optimized just from that first meal out of my fast breakfast. Right. Um, but here's the thing. It's also saving me time. It's also because I don't have to think, you know, two hours later, Oh, I'm hungry. What am I going to eat? Um, or, Oh, I, all of a sudden I'm really tired. Now I need to like, give me some kind of other substance, whether it's a drink or more food or whatever, you know, to try and perk me back up and give me more energy. No, I'm chilling. I'm chilling hard for at least four hours, you know? So it's just something to think about. That's really important. I'm, you know, again, not here to tell you, you know, what to do. I'm just giving you ideas of how these specific actions, these specific strategies, tools, ways can really make a difference in your overall energetic state throughout the day. So, you know, once I get my breakfast in, 
and I digest a little bit, then I'm probably going to, you know, hit some kind of heavier training. And that looks different every single day in my life. I have many modalities of movement, sprinting, long distance running in the sand, definitely lifting weights, hit, you know, I mean, yoga, there's all kinds of things. And this is important to insert here. I get it. My life, my schedule is not your life and your schedule. Everyone's going to have different schedules and time. So, you know, you may be somebody who has no time in the morning and you're like, that's great. Roxy, you have all this time to do all this stuff for yourself, but I don't, I get it truly. I want you to pay attention to not just how much time I have to do these things. I want you to pay attention to what I'm actually doing in it and the reasoning why. So if you don't have time to sit there and meditate and journal and do all the things, do you have five minutes? Because if you don't, you need to make five minutes because even five minutes of just breath work, connecting with self, maybe of gratitude journaling or of meditating um, is really, really going to make a big difference. I always say, and just make the miles. Do not underestimate those small moves because they add up every day. And it's also a huge statement that says, I'm important. I'm a priority before I start giving to the world. I'm going to give to myself. So there's many layers of benefits here, right? Um, just want to say that because I know that it could really seem, you know, almost like unattainable if you're listening to someone's schedule that is so different than yours, but just be focused again on, you know, the ingredients that I'm sharing with you, you know, the ways, uh, that you can really just start to grab certain aspects if you're not doing them already and try to incorporate them into your life and see how they make you feel. You know, once I'm done with that and I get my training done, I'm in yang mode now. Like I'm in fire mode, right? I'll probably come home and, you know, maybe have some kind of amino acid um, drink to just support my muscle health. Uh, maybe I have a little bit more protein depending on the time, but you know, I'm pretty sustained and I go right into work. <laughs> Literally I'll go right into work and I feel very energized to go into work. I'm ready to create. I'm ready to engage. I'm ready to communicate. And it feels really good. I have the energy that I want and need to perform in work at my highest level. I will say this too, as a menstruating woman, my hormones shift every week in the month. And sometimes depending on where I am in my cycle, you know, my output is going to change. So that's important to say here too, because, you know, some weeks I'm just not as beast mode and that could mean maybe more yoga, maybe more walking, maybe, but the elements are always the same, right? The time in the morning for me, making sure that my sleep is, you know, optimal, getting in the sunlight, movement, nutrition that is giving me energy, not depleting me and taking me on a roller coaster. I don't want to be on, even though I love roller coasters. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's not so much about the specifics of what I'm doing as much as it's the concepts and the elements of what they actually are and then what they're doing for me. So, you know, when, 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 you know, the big chunk of, of my day is spent in this yang, this fire energy, I, I eat very early dinners. I eat about three to four hours before I go to bed. And because I go to bed early, that means I'm eating dinner, likely when a lot of people are eating lunch. But again, 
by that time, my body is actually ready for food again. Right. And again, it's a protein centric, you know, always protein focused in, in my personal, uh, nutrition and diet, but this is where I'll start to implement more, you know, um, healthy carbs, um, complex carbs, like sweet potatoes, my favorite, this is going to support, you know, uh, more tryptophan, um, that's going to help me get into better quality sleep as well. Right. So there's a lot of strategy in my eating. It's very romantic still. Like I love my food. Uh, I can actually cook and I really love it, but I don't just eat to eat the thing I'm eating because of the nutrients and what it's actually giving my body specifically, how it's energizing my body, how it's preparing my body to, or it's, it's actually recovering my body. So I eat for energy and for recovery. This is very, very important to understand, to open your mind that food is just so, you know, we've heard it all by now, but food is information that absolutely is, but understanding what it's essentially doing, I think it's also helpful to drive that really truthful point home. So, you know, I have my dinner three to four hours, uh, you know, ahead of sleep. And then after that, you guys, I go in a walk, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I'm, I love, I love doing my little walks. Um, after I eat, I'm also getting in the sunlight that's starting to calm down, go down, get ready to set. And this is also very important for the circadian rhythm. This is going to help me get into better quality sleep, right? It's also time where I get to reflect on my day. I get to just kind of be quiet with myself or be connecting with my loved ones on calls. Um, it's also when I listen to podcasts, I'm not a big TV girl. I'm not, I watch UFC and occasional film, but I'm not a TV girl. Um, you know, I don't like screens before, you know, like an hour before bed usually is when it stops because it just, first of all, it's like when I really want to get quiet and get into myself, but then there's the whole blue light thing, even though on my phone and my computer, I have night shift sent. So it's like orange light, um, on, on my screens to, stop that blue light. That blue light is real shit that's affecting you. So if you're, if you're staring at your phone late at night or your computer or your TV, and you're getting that blue light. It's literally telling your brain to stay awake because it's, it's suppressing your melatonin and you need your melatonin, you know, good uh, levels of melatonin to support your sleep. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't even have bright lights on in my home. I have pink Himalayan salt lamps and candles, and I'm really good about creating very Zen environments. So this is me going back into yin energy. It's me in my, what I call my evening ritual. And this is setting me up really powerfully to have strong energy for the next day, because it's, it's ending my day with this, like a big hug around myself and, and all that, you know, I've, I've accomplished, I did in the day, it's putting me into this position where I'm going to have more restful, better, high quality sleep. And then that, and then the cycle begins the next day. Do you see? So it really, when you're chasing more energy, you're being mindful of the food that you eat, the quality of your sleep, you're also going to be paying attention to other aspects of information that you are engaging with, that you're exchanging with, like relationships, you know, are there people or a person in your life that's negative, toxic, draining, has a problem for every solution, nagging. I mean, all of this, and we have all experienced it, 
you know, that kind of energy is so fucking depleting. It just is, you know? And, you know, when you have that going on in your life, again, it's not only stealing time from you, it's stealing energy from you. Because if you think about it, like, let's just say you got off a call with that kind of friend or whatever, somebody in your life who has that energy, you know, and maybe you have still, you know, it's early in the morning you have, it's 11 AM or something. You have this whole day ahead of you, but you're tired now, you know, it's going to be hard to like, you know, go kick ass and training. It's going to be hard to show up optimally and work. It's hard because you're drained energetically. And this is, again, this is why it's so important to understand that, you know, we, we need to have strong boundaries around the things that are depleting our energy in all the different ways, whether it's the news, your, you know, Netflix, negative people, foods that are stealing energy from you. Um, lack of movement, you know, bad sleep, all of this stuff is not just stealing your time. It's not just allowing your, you know, or taking, you know, your ability to focus, to direct your attention in areas that really are important for you to direct your attention to, but it's ultimately first and foremost, it's stealing your fucking energy. And when you wake up in the morning, or whenever you wake up, if you're a night shift worker, like the clock starts in your energy. And that's what I want you to think more about than anything. You wake up and it's go time. What are you doing to cultivate more energy in your system that's going to upregulate your system in ways that have you feeling more optimal so that you can perform more optimally? And I just named off so many different avenues to explore by giving my, my own, you know, kind of daily routine of how I move through my day, you know, from an energetic standpoint. So from the attention that I'm, you know, from the ways at which I'm investing myself in certain areas and, you know, the kind of information that I am bringing into my life and that I am also, you know, just engaging with. So one thing that I want to talk about as I start to close out this episode is this concept around, you know, being different tired. And it came to me one day when I was sprinting and, you know, I was just thinking, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's tired. We all get fucking tired, right? There's a different kind of tired when you are going for it in your life. You know, you're getting up every day, you're pursuing your passions, what's interesting to you, focusing on what matters. You're giving, you, you, you're giving it your best from your mind, your heart, your spirit, your body, like everything is showing up and giving its best, you know, and it's in, in the most optimal way that it can you know, in that moment on that day. And that's going to look different every day. Um, you're doing the things that are going to nourish you more that are going to help you recover more. Um, but you still are going to feel tired from the exertion and the output, you know, from essentially kicking ass. Yeah. It's going to be tiring, but it's going to be a fulfilled kind of tired, right? I know this in my own life when I'm going to bed at eight 30, you guys, or nine o'clock, whatever. I'm fucking tired. I'm done. I don't want to be awake anymore. 
there's nothing interesting to me again, unless there's UFC fights going on or like some, you know, fun occasion with my friend, or my family, but I'm ready for bed. And when I'm going to bed and I have that tired feeling, my heart is full because I've genuinely given it my best, whatever that looked like in terms of best for the day, I showed up and I showed up from every facet of my being. And that's very fulfilling to me. There's another kind of tired. There's a tired, uh, you know, that is really, it just opposes everything that I said. It's the tired where, you know, you're holding back, you're making excuses. You're not going for it. You're aimless. You don't feel purpose. You know, you're, you're, you know, making excuses, you're allowing yourself to be distracted. You are engaging with people or, you know, certain things that are actually depleting your health. Uh, you, you know, you're not investing in, you know, movement and, and things that, you know, develop you, um, and strengthen you. You know, your diet is just kind of low quality. Your sleep isn't great. All that shit is exhausting. It's a different kind of tired. It's a tired that promotes a sense of emptiness. And that's a dangerous tired. That's a very dangerous tired as you continue to move through your life. And that tired is, you know, just what is, is your normal state of tired. Well, you're just going to be more disconnected internally. You're going to feel, you know, just waking up is nothing that is interesting to you. You're that person who just doesn't want to get out of bed. And when you think about that, that's just a shitty way to be living. You know, you have a choice. We all have a choice and it doesn't, anything that I'm talking about in terms of like, you know, creating more energy and the ways that we go about it, it doesn't have to be, and probably won't be, you know, just like this big, all of a sudden I'm going to do everything and just wholly, totally change my life. No, it starts first of all, with decision, you have to decide that, you know, this is important to you and you're going to do it. Next comes the commitment to developing the behaviors that will then shape the habits that then create the lifestyle behaviors come before the habits, the habits shape the lifestyle. But before you can even start, you know, stepping into these behaviors, doing what is necessary to, you know, behave in these ways that are going to shape these habits and then your lifestyle, you have to decide, you have to decide, you know, that you're worth it. You have to decide that it's, you know, it's important that you want to live with passion that you want to get up and you want to feel alive. You want to be living on purpose with purpose. So that's really step number one. So now I'm going to invite you to really just look at your life right now and think about all in those different areas. I want you to think about nutrition. I want you to think about sleep. I want you to think about relationships. I want you to think about movement. I want you to think about, you know, um, you know, boundaries, like, how much you're giving, you know, are people taking from you? I want you to think about your day-to-day life and how you're moving through it from a place of feeling. And I want you to think about the information in all these different areas. Sleep is information, sunlight's information, food is information, humans are information, books, media, all that. And I want you to ask yourself, is the information that I'm taking in, is it promoting more energy or is it stealing my energy? And that's really important most importantly, always, you have to be honest with yourself and it may be uncomfortable because you may not like the answers, you know, or maybe it's just in certain areas, whatever, but we can never make progress if we're not make if we're not honest with ourselves. So I always say, take off the judgmental lens, the, the overly critical, you know, um, criticizing, you know, lens, put on the student lens, because as a student, you're genuinely curious 
you trade judgment for curiosity. And this is going to lead you into answers that really can make a big difference in your life. So just evaluate, you know, journal this out. And if there's areas or an area that you're like, you know what, I can really do better about, you know, the quality of information that I'm consuming in this way or how much of the information I'm consuming or both, right? And again, I'm just putting emphasis that everything is information. So when I say that, I want you to think relationships. I want you to think, you know, movement. I want you to think sun. I want you to think sleep. I want you to think food, you know, screens. Um, It's really, really important work to do. And in fact, like, even if you're someone who has a lot of this stuff dialed in, it's still good to do some internal thinking about like, do I need to do anything different right now? Like, is there any editing I need to do here? I love doing that. So it's like spring cleaning energetically, you know, just by going in and really investigating, you know, what are you, what are you doing? Where are you spending your energy Where are you investing your energy? And there's actually a difference spending that's different energy versus investing. So I hope that, you know, everything that I shared in this episode, even just one bit of it is going to give you ideas, tactics, tools, inspiration, motivation to really, you know, do what is necessary in your own life, in your own unique schedule to incorporate more energy into your being, because that is going to absolutely, first of all, just upregulate your entire wellness. You're going to feel better every single day, but again, performance and feeling, they go together. If you're feeling better, every which way that you are showing up, performing, what being a mother, a wife, a, you know, partner of any sort, you know, training, obviously like all of it is going to be affected by how you're feeling. If you're feeling better. You're going to show up and you're going to fucking kick more ass. And you know, that's what I'm here to help you do. So if any of this has helped in that way, if you're feeling it, please let me know. DM me Roxy look on Instagram, black belt beauty as well. I love connecting with you guys. I love carrying the conversation forward over there. It's the best place to do it. I love seeing you share episodes up on your stories, tag me again, Roxy look black belt beauty. It means so much to me. And also know that the more you share the episode, the more that you're promoting the podcast, which is then contributing and helping more people become aware of it so that they can actually capture, you know, the goodness that comes out of black belt beauty radio. And if you have not already given this podcast, a five-star rating review, it would mean so much. If you just took one minute, it literally takes one minute. There's an easy link. doesn't matter where you're taking this in from, click it in, uh, click on that link in the show notes and, uh, just leave a five-star. If you would like to leave a review and let me know, you know, what you're gaining from it. I would love that so much. My team would appreciate it so much. And again, the world will, because it just helps it to grow more and get out there more. So thank you in advance to all of you who are actually going to take that minute to do it. And again, I really, really, really hope that this you know, episode, uh, just supports you and is going to evoke, you know, the behaviors and the habits are going to give you more energy to kick ass with in your life. And I'll see you on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. You guys, if you loved it, please share it on your social, throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at black belt beauty. I am also at Roxy look R O X Y L O O K. 
I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next.